Kirsten Duke, who's uh, no doubt going to have a keen interest in uh, Sha Tin and what's happening up there on Sunday. G'day to you, Kirsten. Hey, Luke. I was actually just thinking, I wonder if people are just saying that their digital radio is falling out, but it's not. It's not. They just don't want to listen to me dribble on. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say me then, gee. I was going to say that oh, was no, nicely see, played. I'm not that mean. I'm- I'm not that mean. <laughs> I love it, uh, Kirsten. Uh, and don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, that's certainly not the case. Uh, I'm sure all our <laughs> listeners always enjoy hearing your thoughts on these international races because that's your area of expertise. Uh, Lucky Swainess in the sprint. Uh, Zach Purton uh, spoke to Dave Stanley and Laurie Daly on the Big Sports Breakfast this morning about him, and it appears that he's really getting ready for a peak performance. Yeah, he definitely looks ready. That's one of the races that I'm really excited for. Of course, the four Group 1 races on the Sunday at Sharpin. And, um, yeah, the Hong Kong Sprint, three-time Group 1 winning gelding, Lucky Swain is definitely the one to beat. Um, he's been yet again consistent this preparation. He's He won the Group 2 Jockey Club Sprint third up. Fourth up last preparation. Um, he wasn't quite ready for Group 1 glory, but if you look at him last preparation compared to now, he has matured an awful lot. So, I know he's a short price, but personally, I'm more than happy to have him on top. I think he's absolutely the one to beat. Of course, Purton in the saddle, also a big tick. Um, If you did want to go against the favourite, now this isn't necessarily a value bet. This is more like if you wanted to go against the favourite but not fully lean into something of value, then Highfield Princess, I know I'm going to sound biased because she's English and I do blooming love her, but look, she was outstanding at Longchamp. She took the crown in the Group 1 Prix de la Bay last start and one of her most awesome victories was back in August. She won the group to King George Qatar Stakes at Goodwood in really good style. She flew home by three lengths and they were such tough conditions. It was absolutely bucketing it down. Um, she's, look, she's a bit of a difficult one to, to back. She's not for the faint hearted. When she's on, she's amazing. But when she's not in the right headspace, then she can be her own worst enemy, which, you know, we saw that two starts ago. She jumped at even odds in the flying five stakes at the Curra and she was fifth. It was really disappointing. But, all this in mind, I just think she's way too talented to not having your numbers in the sprint. So personally, I'm more than happy to have her in my numbers. But I think Lucky Suenez is the one to beat. Um, I won't go through all four of the Group 1 races because I will chew your ear off for the rest of the show. So I won't be doing that. But I did also want to touch on um, the Hong Kong Cup because I'm really excited for that as well. Romantic Warrior, Firm Fave. I mean, his performance in the Cox play, rightly so. I'm not surprised he's the favourite. He's... Uh, He's a world-class superstar. He's looking for back-to-back wins in the Hong Kong Cup. He took it out this time last year. And he's definitely the one to beat when you take into account, like if you look back over his resume, four Group 1 wins and a further three Group 1 placings. Um, Of course, he was in quarantine, so you might be a little bit worried about his fitness because he came over, obviously, from Melbourne back to Hong Kong. Um, But he had a really nice blowout at the trials, and uh, his trainer, Danny Shum, was really satisfied. He said he'll give him a couple more gallops to enhance his condition in the meantime. Um, so he should have plenty of fitness under his belt and uh, heading into the races this weekend. Again, if you wanted to go for something at value, now this one is a bit more value. It's double-figure odds. Um, Aidan O'Brien has Luxembourg. So back in September, this uh, horse won, a, well, he won three Group 1s. And uh, one of those, it, he came second to... One of the names of the British flat racing season, August Rodan in the Irish champion stakes. So although he placed second, it was only by a neck. It was a really, really impressive effort. And um, O'Brien, Aidan, he's, he's really looking forward to Luxembourg running here. He said he's a very versatile colt. So he'll be very keen to add the Hong Kong Cup to his trophy cabinet alongside 
so many other international wins he has. He's also uh, ticked off the Hong Kong bars. So he's looking for another Hong Kong victory, and it could be with Luxembourg on Sunday. Fantastic. Exciting, isn't it? Yeah, so blooming exciting. Did you watch on um, Wednesday night, the Jockey Challenge? I watched only the earlier races, and then I was I was like the digital radio, gone, asleep. Gone. Yeah. You're in the tunnel, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just a bit late for me. Yeah, uh, no, Rachel King's shout out to her because... <laughs> She was, she was epic. So shout out to her. She placed third in the Jockey Challenge. She took out the first leg. And, yeah, just phenomenal stuff. She's riding absolutely out of her skin and I'm so pleased for her. Absolutely. You have a great weekend, Kirsten. Thanks ever so much, Marlo. Enjoy your day. There's Kirsten Duke on Sky Sports Radio.